Wentz gets the bench. Darren Waller was a baller. Nothing has been easy with CMC. And Justin Herbert melted like orange sherbet. Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast, everybody. I am your host, MC Denisi. <laughs> Antonio with you in the building. Uh, I got Eric and Keaton with me as well. What's going on tonight, fellas? Welcome back, Eric. Hey, hey, good to be back. How's it going? Man, it's going good. We missed you last week, buddy. Yeah, Just no. I, I want to hear your voice. You're, you're lucky I listened to the pod. I mean, what, uh, how, the, how do we sound, the, buddy? All the it sounded great. Sounded great. All the all the praise you guys gave me in the beginning, I just it made me blush. Did you like what we did in the end? Loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. <laughs> <laughs> great, that's great. Uh, another another weekend for you here on a Friday night. Uh, if you're joining us, we're actually live on YouTube for the first time ever. So that's pretty cool. Uh, make wow. sure to check us out at YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Dynasty Mafia podcast. No editing today, huh? No editing is going to be needed. <laughs> so if you're watching this, you're going to get some raw, some raw stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're if you're watching us, uh, watching this on YouTube, welcome. Uh, if you are. Oh, just coming back in general, or if you're brand new, welcome. Welcome into the Dynasty Mafia podcast. Uh, we are at week 14. We are at the playoffs time. Uh, there's a lot going on. We are talking about playoffs. A lot going on. A lot to talk about. Ten road teams won last week for the second straight week this season. It's the highest of all, of uh, of the year. So I don't know what to make of that, but I just thought that was kind of interesting looking through. Do the Bills? Uh, I I can't I can't hide my excitement anymore. I just gotta talk about them. Um, this isn't planned. This isn't in the script. But I I I need to talk about Cam Akers. We have a script. He just is he? I don't know. But I I just I'm so excited to talk about because get this. I'm in seven dynasty leagues, right? I drafted him in four of them. And you can't have him for me in the other one. I'm trying. No. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't know. I'm just so excited because all of my shares just, I feel like his value just jumped so high just overnight with that performance that he had. But I don't know. I, I just had to get that out there and see what you guys thought about that. I think, I think we're, I think we're still, we're going to still see a better cam makers. I don't think we've seen his whole potential yet. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited as well, and I'm very excited because uh, my one team I got Chubb, Mixon, and him now. So, and I got the first overall pick. So, I, I got how did a, that even happen? I got a good, got a good core going here, uh, ready to, ready to uh, take over that league. So, as long as he develops, yeah. as long as he develops. Well, I, I mean, I'm glad you did uh, bring up Cam Akers because that's this week was the week of the rookie running back, right? James Robinson, you know, in PPR, James Robinson finished uh, number four. You had uh, the breakout with J.K. Dobbins getting some touches. Obviously, we just said Cam Akers had a lot of touches. Jonathan Taylor, we're going to talk about him later. Uh, it was it was a pretty good week for some rookies. Yeah, and I think that's. It's just really nice to see because, you know, coming into this draft, you know, we obviously all had high hopes for the wide receivers and it seems like literally almost all of them hit almost. Um, and we had a lot of worry, some worry with the, 
with the running backs, but I think this week really showed that, you know, it's going to be a really great class going forward. Yeah, you're talking about how great these uh, wide receivers were. I got the notes right here. You want me to bring them up? Justin Jefferson, wide receiver seven. He's averaging 17.4 points per game. Uh, wide receiver 20, Chase Claypool, 14.3 points per, per game. Wide receiver 26, you have CeeDee Lamb, 13.1 points per game. And wide he'd be receiver, even higher if Dak didn't get hurt. Yeah. He'd wide receiver 26, T. Higgins, 13.1. 35 is Brandon Ayuk with 15. 15.1 points per game, but um, I'm sure he missed a couple games there. That's why he – and uh, Jerry Judy is is in the top 50. Um, he's at 49 with 9.1 points per game. And um, Antonio's boy, uh, Jalen Rager, he's at 101. He's not as impressive as I thought – as we all thought, actually. Not Rager. Jalen Rager. What did I say? Yeah, he's yeah, Rager, yeah. yeah. He's had some yeah, injuries. Yeah, yeah injuries. Yeah, and – Mims is uh, if he probably was playing all season, he, yeah. he's obviously been doing well with the Jets getting a lot of targets uh, the last few games. Gabriel Davis and Buffalo has produced. Um, yeah, it's just it's the right time for the running backs. It's the right time for all of the rookies uh, to just be coming through because, like, like we obviously have been talking about, it is the playoffs. Um, maybe maybe you are playing in week 15, 16, 17. Uh, I'm really sorry if you are. You need to lead that league next year and. Make sure you're in a week 16 championship, but at least for this year, you're still going to listen to everything we're going to talk about because week 14 is, is playoffs for uh, the majority of everybody. And hopefully you were not kicked out of the playoffs due to the many, many terrible uh, big dud performances. Clyde Edwards, Alaire got a big goose egg. Let me ask you a question. Do you think he he uh, he? Do you think he knew that he was getting zero carries in that game? Oh, absolutely. Not. Oh, yeah. I don't think he knew. Absolutely not. I I don't think he. I well, thought he. I think actually he no. He was I, I'm sure he was I, told I, that he was an emergency. Emergency. Yeah, exactly. Would have been That's nice if they would have told me that. Yeah, yeah. The reports yeah. said he was going to get his normal workload. It, yeah. I played him in every league I had. Well, you had to. I mean, anybody <laughs> would. Any, yeah. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure he was started in at least everybody. But it, it, yeah, there's nothing to. I don't know. There's nothing to say there. But that is just. I'm sorry. I had some close games too that I could have made playoffs. That that was yeah. that was the biggest. I don't even know what to call it. That that was just rough. Yeah, not as bad as AJ Green's dud though. That was probably the biggest dud. Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> you both just making sure we didn't freeze there. Yeah, I mean, if you played AJ Green, uh, let's be honest. He's what is this is his second dud in, his, in three weeks now, four weeks. Uh, so I, hopefully not dud, but zero. So hopefully you you didn't get stuck on that. But Derek Henry, Todd Gurley. They were very disappointing. Miles Sanders. I mean, James White, not in too many leagues, but a flex problem. But, I mean, come on. We're sitting here touting Derrick Henry for his – we are going to talk about him later, but we, we know his strength of schedule is very, very weak. He's facing a lot of easy run matchups coming up. Are you trusting him still? Yes. Henry? Derrick Henry, yeah. Yeah, you can't bench him. There's no yeah, way. absolutely. There's no way. Yeah, you got to, especially with that easy schedule coming up. I mean, he's gonna. This is normal. He has these yeah. games. I mean, he's 
He even last year he had he had games like this, but who did they play? You know, ne- next week he can go for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Who did they play? Yeah, they played Cleveland. He had 15 carries for 60 yards and a catch for nine. So down. I mean, they were obviously, still- and they were down too. Remember, not they weren't down just one or two scores. They were down four or five scores at half. Um, so that kind of took away from the Derrick Henry factor. Um, I think in the second, yeah, it half. was the least amount of rushes uh, he's had all year. Uh, touches actually, but you're right. They were down, I think five, like 35, nothing uh, in the first half. So I I just wanted to just get that question out there. I certainly don't believe it either. Yeah. I just want to, you know, I I was wondering if um, one of our listeners, Alex Closa caught that game. I don't know. You know, he said that he was going to, he told me to watch that game because my team was going to lose, but because of that game, his team got smoked by the last place team. Oh, so you were owning up to being the last place team? Well, not anymore. You two, you two are you two are uh, nine and ten, and I'm eight. So, and I am not buying anyone pizza. So, oh man, did you jump up to eight? This I jumped it up to eight, and I have a tough decision where it comes to keepers now: Tyreek, Jefferson, suck. or Robinson. No, you know who really has a tough decision? That's you the do. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Are they going to keep Doug Peterson? Because no. this man is ruining Miles Sanders, and I cannot sit for it anymore on Sundays. There's no what way. What are you going to do? Either you're going to get rid of the quarterback or you're going to get rid of the coach. The season has been that bad. They got to get rid of one or two. The thing that's going to get rid of, that's going to keep Wentz in Philadelphia is his contract and the dead cap. No matter if they trade him or cut him, there's a big uh, cap. Dead cap this year and next year. So I yeah, think they're we, not gonna be able to cut him. Yeah, they're gonna have to get rid of the coach. Unless unless they keep him and you know, and he's they figure something out, but I think well Eric, Eric you mentioned it. If they could try to if he can go to Indy and um and reunite with uh who's the coach there? Uh Frank Reich. Frank Reich, yeah. His Dolphins coordinator to help them win the Super Bowl. I think that'll be a good landing spot for him. But I think he stays in Philly next year, and Peterson's out. But right, but but at least with Miles Sanders right now, though, like the last three weeks, nine, six, three. Like, is he going to get zero this week against the New Orleans Saints, the toughest run defense in the league? Let's just say Wayne Gallman um, a lot of hundred over him. So that's the thing is a lot of people are excited because Hertz is in there. They're going to run the read option and and try and make some some plays there. But I'm still not super excited about him. It's still a terrible offensive line. It, it's still a rookie quarterback. He's Hertz. Everyone thinks that Hertz is going to go in there and he's going to be fine because nobody's going to be able to sack him. He's going to be able to run away. But he was still sacked three times last game, on top of Wentz's four. I don't know that that offense offensive line is just so bad. There's not much you could really do. Okay, so then, are you going to play Miles Sanders or Ceh at Miami? Ceh, Clyde Edwards. Yeah, yeah Lady on Bell against one of the be- worst Denver, uh, one of the worst run defenses in the past week. He get he had 11 touches for like 40 yards. He was not impressive um, with that offensive line and and playing and playing one of the worst run defenses. I don't think he was that impressive. Um, I played I played Cam Akers over him this week in a league. 
It's, I'm stacked in that league. It's it's the Western New York league, but it, it's it's a move I had to make. Was that were you talking about Miles Sanders there, Keenan, against Denver? I'm talking about Le'Veon Bell. Are you? Did you say? Oh, got you. Sorry. Did you say see Clyde Edward Hilaire? Yeah, I was saying, are you gonna? Would you play him or Miles Sanders this week? Well, I'm playing. I'm playing Hilaire because you, said, I don't, you guys said Hilaire, right? Yeah, I'm, I don't. I don't think Bell was that impressive against one of the worst run defenses, and he. He. It's not like he didn't have his chances. Eleven carries, forty-one yards. I mean, you got Kansas City's gonna have to go back to Hilaire if they so, want to be successful. All right, all right, I hear you there. So then, what about uh, then JD McKissick? Obviously, that we know. Uh, Antonio Gibson's going to be out with turf toe. Would you play him or Miles Sanders? He's playing against uh, San Francisco. I mean, JD McKinsey's going to get 15 targets. You know who I'm starting. Yeah, I, he's going to be, he's probably going to be a top 10 back again this week. It pains me to say it, but I, 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 like I he finished seventh last week. Yeah. I mean, like he, he finished, well, I, I mean, I'm almost wondering, like, is McKissick. Like, should McKissick be a top 10 running back this week? Like, what would you say? Antonio Gibson is I, – I have a feeling he's going to be out. I mean, I'm not a doctor, of course, but, like, we haven't had uh, any good news with Turf Toe recently. Uh, Devontae Adams what, missed four games last year. Um, we saw A.J. Green dealing with it last season. But the thing with McKissick, though, is just – it's the touches. It's the catches. Uh, he's had 10 catches last game. He's – had 15 and 14 a few weeks ago. Uh, he just, he gets, and plus he has rushes. I mean, the guy's looking for 20 plus touches. Wow. I am really rhyming today. He's um, almost, yeah. He, I mean, he's a must play I mean, with it, with Gibson out. He has a guaranteed workload. And like you said, he's going to get the catches. So yeah, I, I'd go with him. All right. Let's get tough on you. Let's get tough on you. So these two players, so JD McKissick or Deandre Swift, Swift is playing green Bay. And two of these players you've probably had gotten later in the draft, or at least Swift got later or off free agency. You got McKissick on free agency, and you're looking for a flex or an RB2 spot, and you're between these two guys. Who are you picking? Is, is Swift, did, did we see his uh, practice reports today? How, how's he he's looking? They, he's, they said he's, he's playing. Yeah, play. look him. He's playing. I mean, if Swift, if Swift is playing, and they say he's going to get his normal workload, I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I'd like to play them both. I mean, if you're if you're really debating between them, I'd like to play them both. But well, you said his normal workload. What does that mean? If, Are you you saying like post Patricia firing? Because yeah, he he was great, and Stafford's been doing great. But can we trust Swift to get it over Peterson's two touchdown game? Yeah, I mean, I guess I go with McKissick there. Like you said, with Gibson out, I think you have to pay. You have to play McKissick. Oh, I'm just curious, you know. I'm here to, try, of course, give my opinion and try to persuade, but um, I don't know. That's my only concern is, like, I know for sure McKissick's going to get 20, like like 15 to 20 touches this week because he's playing at Pittsburgh. They're going to be behind, uh, and he's the only one there. Who's playing Pittsburgh? Yeah, we played Pittsburgh. Yeah, who's playing Pittsburgh? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was looking at last week's. My apologies. My apologies. Um, yeah. The 49ers. Like, again, they're probably possibly going to be behind, and if they're not, they're going to be ahead. They're going to hand the ball off. Who's it going to go to? I mean, sorry, I don't want to say who because um, why am I blanking on who they just brought in? Because it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. That's true. Hmm. Um, all right, let's move on to well, – Before you move on from Carson Wentz and, and uh, Peterson there, um, 
You want to know how bad the second week of December has been for Carson Wentz in his NFL career? December 10th, torn Achilles, ends his 2017 season. December 9th, 2018, back injury, ends 2018 season. December 8th, benched for Jalen Hurts. Wow. My, man, my man can't get you a break in December. Wow. That's kind of rough. Sure is. So basically, sell him before week 14 every week. Yeah. That's that's all I'm hearing. Um, all right. So let's talk about mm, who do we want to talk about? How about Justin Herbert? Worst wow. game of the season. Rough. Like we talked about, Mr. Orange Sherbert himself melting in the sun. Like, 45 to nothing at home against the Patriots. Uh, how? He threw 53 passes and had zero points. Not worried. What does this mean? Not worried. You're not worried. I'll start. He's a rookie quarterback facing the greatest coach of all time. Why can't a rookie quarterback have one bad game and everybody is on him about it. Like look at every other rookie quarterback in this league. Who's have, who's who have had terrible games. This is his first bad game as a rookie quarterback against the best coach of all time. Second, sorry, second worst game. He's literally, he's, he, he's, he, in my opinion, he's top in line for rookie of the year. I think he's going to turn it around. He he has the weapons there. You know, he, he's been doing it all season. He's a rookie. So, he's still learning. Yeah he, so, yeah, he can be rookie of the year all he wants. That's fine. Uh, but and I, and I can agree with you. But the problem is, can you trust him this week at Atlanta or versus Atlanta? Because Atlanta played really well against New Orleans last week, lost by five. Well, I mean, New Orleans really controlled a bit of it, but and then they stomped Vegas, forty-three to six. They're kind of coming in a little hot, a little yeah. warm. I'll say lukewarm. And then you have Herbert, who's literally had his two worst games of the season when he played Buffalo two weeks ago. We obviously are seeing what Buffalo's defense can do. Uh I don't know. I just, of course, you're going to play him, but I don't know. Would you play Herbert? Oh, this is a good one. Let's see. Well, I mean, before before this past week's game, New Orleans or New Orleans, Atlanta was ranked 31st in pass defense. Yes, you got you got to play them. Yeah, they had a couple good teams, whatever. Um, you got to play them. To Eric's point, yeah, he's a rookie rookie um, quarterback. I'm not worried about it. Come fantasy wise, um, unless Anthony Lynn is out of there, um, I'm, I'm, I'd be more concerned about him developing to take the next step. In that as NFL quarterback. When it comes to fantasy, I'm not worried about it at all. Um, Bill Belichick, he's 20 and five against rookie quarterbacks. Um, and that includes our boy here at Josh Allen, who he beat twice. Um, his rookie season. So I, I, I so, so I'm not worried about it. Am I worried that he's, am I worried that he might struggle this week? Yeah, a little bit. Is he going to lose 45 nothing and get you six fancy points or whatever he did? No, and that's not going to happen. Um, not with not with that offense. Not with a healthy um, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Williams. Um, did they get 
all the running backs back now. I know they got Eckler back. The Jackson came back out of out of IR today. I, I'm not worried about it. I think I think you'll see at least two touchdowns from him this week. So, okay, so you got a vote of confidence for Herbert, and that means you're you're trusting Keenan Allen. What about Mike Williams and Hunter Henry? I, I, I'm, I've never been a Mike Williams fan. I know Eric, you have, I think, right? Um, I Keenan Allen gets those receptions. You can trust him. His bad day, he's getting six receptions. Mike Williams' bad day, he might not get any receptions. Um, before the show started, I think you, you and I, Antonio, talked about before uh, coming out of college, Herbert struggled with the deep pass. He kind of improved on that and with Mike Williams catching a lot of deep touchdown passes, a few deep touchdown passes. Um, with Mike Williams, it's either touchdown or bust with him, I think. So I'm not starting Mike Williams if that's the question. No. Well, yes, somewhat. I mean, I think you'd have to because of the, the, they're playing Atlanta, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I not have to, but he's a good flex. I think he's a good flexer, especially wide receiver three. Um, but what about – okay, so let me just – one more question. Justin Herbert or Josh Allen this week? Josh Allen's home against Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it's a coin flip, really. I think both will be um, either a bust or a or, – or have a good game. So, but if if I'm going to pick, I'll take Allen. I think Allen is being on the top five quarterback in the league. Yeah, that that's very close. I I'm perfectly comfortable playing either one of them. But just with the way Allen's been playing lately and all year, just in general, I, I'm going with Allen. Okay. And uh, Herbert or Taysom Hill? Hill. Herbert. I'll take Hill. So to be clear, nobody thinks he's uh, herbernating for the winter, right? Uh-huh. All right, we'll pass on uh, from Justin Herbert. Um, so another quarterback I want to talk about is uh, Baker Mayfield. Is it, it, I want to what I want to know is is he a Baker or is he a faker? Because I don't know what what to believe. He's playing Baltimore this week. Obviously, it's going to be tough. But you have players like Jarvis Landry, um, Kareem Hunt, who's been struggling lately. Uh, but Baker had uh, 18 and almost 30 against Tennessee. We saw that he put up four touchdowns. Are you playing Baker against Baltimore at all? Uh, no, I'm not. Um, didn't they lose by 30 points last game that they played? Um, I am not. I think Baltimore? Yeah, they lost like 30 to 7 to Baltimore, the Browns. Oh, the last time, I'm sorry, the last time the Browns played, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, um Brown or Baltimore is in almost a win win or or they're not making the playoffs game, this game for them. Um they can't fall behind two games behind Cleveland, right? They're already right. a game they're already a game behind them and I know so that the division's pretty much out of reach if they lose that game. Um and Walker will be pretty much out of reach almost. Um, depends what happens with Miami. So I think I think Baltimore needs to win this game, and I think I think Baker's going to be a faker again. So if he's going to be a faker, are you are you going to be able to trust Jarvis Landry this week? Do you think no. uh, after twenty eight and twenty uh, against he's Tennessee had, and Jacksonville? Yeah, he's had a couple good weeks. Uh, Landry's, you know. To me, he's not a fancy player to me. He's not consistent enough. 
Um, at least, at least since he's been with the Browns, he hasn't been really, really consistent for me. So I don't, I, I I'm not going to trust him. The only, the only player I'm going to really trust is Chubb really this week on, on the Browns. Yeah. Jar- you know, they got the giants and the jets the next two weeks. So it could definitely be favorable for Jarvis. It's, it's tough for me. Like, I feel like obviously two weeks ago, I, he was a stress for me. So um, that obviously didn't work in my favor, but I almost, I almost feel like he got to play. I think he's a wide receiver too. Um, would you play him or Marvin Jones this week? Marvin Jones against green Bay. Cool. Is, and Galladay's not playing again. Galladay's out again. Um, I don't know, man. That's tough. That's tough. Right. Yeah. It's tough. Right. I, a couple weeks ago, I thought, I thought Marvin Jones was turning a corner. I thought he, I still thought he could be a bottom line wide receiver one, but he has he's had one good game. I just go with Landry, I guess. If you're if you're stuck between those two, I'd go Landry just because he's he's got the hot hand right now. He's two two good games in a row. Maybe he'll make it three. Well, so Marvin Jones last week at least was hot with his eight for one sixteen and a touchdown. No, is that what he but, had? Yeah, he had a good. Well, he did have a good week against Chicago. Chicago's let up now seven. Seven receiving touchdowns in the last four weeks. Uh, but against Washington in week 10, he also had eight catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. But with Galladay out, I mean, the, the last four weeks, he's had 40 targets. So, Eric, it's just, I don't know. I know we'll talk about Jarvis Landry a little bit more with Eric. So I don't wanna... I, I'd flip a coin with, with those yeah. two. Um, so what about uh, Juju Smith, Schuster, or Jarvis Landry? Juju is facing a, a, a Buffalo. Juju is almost a wide receiver three for me on that team. At oh, this wow. point. Just, I would hate to have drafted him in any league. Oh, thanks for singling me out. I'm just, I, I didn't know if you drafted him, but I mean, he, <laughs> Juju, he's just been so disappointing this year. And I mean, last year he had those injuries, but I mean, who would you rather have right now if you're building a fantasy team? Let's say you're building a dynasty team and you and it's your turn to pick. That's funny that you actually mentioned that. Yeah, I, you take, I think Johnson and, and Claypool before Juju right now. Well, I, I just made a trade um, for Juju, so I'm not in the playoffs in a dynasty league. Um, and I really wanted to get younger. I wanted to trade away. Uh, I wanted to trade away Mike Evans. Uh, you know, just because he's getting a little bit older, Tom Brady, and you know, right now for a contender, I think Mike Evans is a great buy, which we'll talk about later. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, so I traded Mike Evans and a twenty twenty one, yeah, just a a second round pick, which is in this upcoming draft. Mike Evans in a second for Juju in a third, um, and I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, I like I said, I think Juju is the third option on that team when it comes to fantasy. So I like that. I like that. I like that for you. Yeah, you and I were talking about that, and uh, I, I agreed with you the Juju side. Um, Did you say you got Juju I, or Johnson? I'm sorry, Juju. Oh, you got Juju oh, Evans. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought you got Johnson. It's, I, uh, yeah. Is he going to be know. a Steeler next year though? That's that's also a question. I don't know. I, I, I know now we're now we're moving to the, more to the dynasty. I know you were just talking about that, but You're talking about Juju, I mean, Deontay. Yeah, Deontay Johnson's had over ten targets nearly every game. He's been healthy. What the eight games or or whatever. Juju's only got forty eight more yards than he had last season, and he's already got thirty one more catches. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think he's going to be a Steeler next year. Yeah, but I don't. Either. I don't think him or Connor are going to be Steeler making the trade. Year. I'm, I'm betting on he's, he's going to go somewhere that he's going to be used far more than he is right now. It's, it's just crazy to me though that they, because I agree with that, but it's just crazy to me that they're going to think about doing that when they will have a now what 39 year old Big Ben next season. So you're going to reset your running back and you're technically, we'll call him his number two wide receiver. Well, I his think best slot. One of the best slot wide receivers in the league. I think now they're going to be focused on, I think it's possible Big Ben comes back one more year. They draft a quarterback this year to hopefully learn for a year under him. And they go with uh, Johnson and Claypool. I mean, I, I think they're ha- they're going to be happy. But this happens all the time with the Steelers. They Like we said before, they draft wide receivers like it's nothing. Don't forget and, about Washington, too. Yeah, and they got Washington as well, who just had a big game. Um, they do, I, but you they I have don't to have think a balance. It makes, I don't think in their minds it makes sense for them to pay Juju, just like it didn't make sense for them to pay Bell. Or, and, or and AB. I can understand that. You're right. Their wide receivers, they cranked them out. But at least like Connor, like they had 21 rushing yards last week. Do you know that's the third fewest since the 1970 merger in a game? The third in a game? In a game. Yeah, that was the 1970 merger. So like it, it, it's just and they had they and they had seven drops from their wide receivers, which is the most by any team. Since well, Ebron had three of those. On I the same drive almost. <laughs> it's it still was the most in three years. So like they're doing things that just haven't happened this game. So maybe we can just toss it out. They, you know they got their first L. They got their bad juju out of the way. Uh-huh. He still or, had juju. Still had what seven catches. No, he did. He did. It just but for, like for like twenty four yards or something like that. If they don't have a run game, though, are they going to really make it that far? They have struggled all season. We've they seen don't even have a pass game either. That's all dink and uh, They're throwing the most. What? It is, but they're throwing the most in the league. If they have a run game, they're going to show it this week against the Bills. We'll we'll see how good their run game really is, and it, I don't it, know. Maybe not 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 saying they're going to run all over the Bills. Not at all, but I'm saying the Bills have been a team that's been, you know, not the best against the run this year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to be an O on you there. Uh, we'll definitely talk about the Bills in a moment. Um, but yes, I, I agree. They've they were more susceptible in the beginning of the year. I'm sorry, I disagree a little bit. They were more susceptible in the beginning of the year. They got a lot better lately. But I do think some of that has to be with uh, them putting up points and teams having to chase. Um, so that's, we'll definitely talk about that in a second, but I want to finish up with the Steelers here with Chase Claypool. Um, is he somebody that you can trust the rest of the playoffs? Because he regressed heavily last week, uh, after having five straight games with eight plus targets. So he's got the most touchdowns out of the three of them, Deontay Johnson, Juju and him. Uh, is he someone you're going to play? No, he's not. Um, and I'll tell you why. I'll just jump to he's one of my stresses this week against Buffalo. Um, he's definitely I'll just well, I'll, I'll only do two stresses because I'll just tell you guys my notes for him. Um, he's definitely declined, like you said, Antonio. Um, and week 13 against Washington. After Ben, Big Ben, the week prior said that um, James Washington needs to get, be on the field more. Claypool has suffered very his his reps aren't there anymore. Um, Claypool is playing forty four percent of the snaps, which is the lowest since week two. And Washington played fifty four percent of the snaps since since week six. 
Um, Claypool was held to two catches for 39 yards uh, on four targets, and that's the fewest since week seven. So uh, I don't know what I don't know what Big Ben and Washington have. I, there's some type of chemistry there that Big Ben wants Washington on the field. Um, and if the quarterback likes a wide receiver more than another wide receiver, one. I see Washington being on the field more than than Claypool. So until that changes, you can't trust Claypool. Yeah, and I mean pedigree wise, don't forget Washington won the Belitnikov, you know, coming out of college. So yeah. uh, he was regarded. Him and Gallup were like battling for the number one wide receiver coming out of the class. So he's definitely talented. Um, but all right, let's move over to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, we were talking about him. Where? We obviously saw him just put up another another great performance, uh, over 350 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, where is he ranking right now in your quarterbacks? Uh, like, who who would you take ahead of him right now? And are we talking general? Are you talking fantasy or in general? Just yeah, just in general. Actually, yeah. no. Let's yeah, do fantasy. Do fantasy. Who would you take in front of him right now for fantasy? Dynasty wise, dynasty dynasty wise, probably Mahomes and um, Deshaun Watson. That's about it. Not Russell Wilson. I sent you that chart today with Russell Wilson. My man's struggling. Um, yeah, why don't you talk about that chart for a second? Can you pull it up? Of course I can. Is that going to help you or help me? Or our viewers? Oh, can I pull it up on there? Yeah. Mm, no. Oh, if you can't. If you can't, that's something for... You're right. But if he, if He's definitely struggled. Uh Russell and I don't know if it is Lockett still hurt. Does he still have an ankle injury, or did he get hurt this past week? Mm, I think he's all right. I think he's yeah, okay. I, I'll double check. Lockett or Lockett? What Russell did the same thing he did. He's doing the same thing that he did last year. Started off hot, cooled down as the year went on. Um, where I feel like if you're building a dynasty team, I'd rather have Allen who just keeps trending up. He has one one average game. He has three, two to three good games. So, and the Bills are what the second best offense in the league right now, and only Kansas City is better than them right now. So, I'll take Allen over over Russell. But I will not take him over Deshaun Watson. What Deshaun Watson's doing without without a true wide receiver one, or maybe. True wide receiver too because he lost uh, um, his second wide receiver to a suspension is is pretty amazing. So yeah, we'll talk about Brandon Cooks a little later. Yeah, uh, you would take Kyler Murray. You take Josh Allen over Kyler Murray too, huh? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I running quarterbacks. I know everyone thinks Allen's a running quarterback, which he's not anymore. He, but Kyler Murray oh, both. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look to run as much as Kyler Murray does. Yeah. But what, what we're seeing happen in Baltimore can very, very happen to Kyler Murray. So it's a little bit kind of maybe sort of happening right now, if you think so. I think the shoulder uh, has a lot to do with that, though. Antonio. Right. But you've been relying on him all year. He was the number one quarterback for the longest time. Now, the last two weeks, he puts up 26 total points against arguably two of his hardest matchups in New England and the Rams, and now he gets 
at least on paper, the Giants, Philly, and San Francisco, who aren't the easiest of defenses. Is it are you good? You got to worry about Murray. Like, is he going to kill your fantasy team in the playoffs? He's my other stress for this week. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I don't, don't worry. There is a segue could, for this. Don't worry. Yeah, you go wait. Uh, let me talk about it. But um, I don't know. I, I mean, he's been having a great season. I don't think you necessarily have to worry. I think he'll turn it around, and you know, he's always going to be able to uh, make plays with his feet. But uh, speaking on the Josh Allen, um, I actually, I don't know if this is a spicy take, but he's my number two overall, right behind Pat Mahomes in Dynasty Leagues. And I'll tell you why I have him ahead of Kyler. I think down the stretch of their careers, Josh Allen is going to be the kind of quarterback that's going to be able to change his play and to be able to just, you know, down, you know, when he gets a little bit older, just make plays straight from the pocket. And he, he just he's going to be a better thrower. Whereas Kyler, he's always going to be able to have to rely on his feet. Um to be that top five fantasy quarterback. Whereas, you know, like I think, you know, when Josh Allen's a little bit older and he's not running as much, I still think he's going to be an elite fantasy option. Uh, it, you know, if that makes sense to you guys. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's why I would have him above him. I hear you there. That he, he's not there for me just yet. I want to see this Pittsburgh game. And then we could definitely have a good conversation. What'd you say your number number two was, Eric? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. In front of Deshaun Watson. In front of him. I like it. I just you got Lamar, you got Kyler, uh, you got Russ, who's still young in the quarterback size. It's just you got Aaron Rodgers, who's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you gotta. I gotta see a little. We'll see what this Pittsburgh game does. Um, let's shift over. Just a little bit more. Uh, Corey Davis. Is he going to win you a championship title this year? We're about to talk about that with some he, players uh, you think can help he, us win a championship title. But He helped me win this past week against Alex Colosa. I mean, he helped a lot of people win. He had 11 catches for 182 yards and a touchdown, a career day on week 13. I mean, who would have thought, though, they'd have been down, like I said, 35 nothing. I think it was a halftime. I mean, that that was crazy, but he gets to play Jacksonville this week. Then he gets Detroit, and then they're at Green Bay in the championship. As much as you want to hate it, like, Tannehill's been playing very well. Uh, we just said Derrick Henry's going to do great. So, obviously, we're anticipating Tennessee's going to be playing and putting up points. And uh, I posted on Twitter earlier this week, uh, eight of their 12 games, they've had a total of 51 points plus. So they are letting up points. I don't I, I don't know how I feel about about him. I it's tough. It's because he's Corey Davis, huh? That's yeah, why it's it's I, I don't trust him. I really don't. Uh, I mean, I'll never trust him. You. Yeah. I, many... I drafted him in a dynasty league in the first round. And I traded him to for Rashad Penny. Um, that's how bad this guy he was until until last you know a couple weeks. So a couple weeks, huh? L- listen to this. He's played nine uh, games. He's had a good year. Yeah, he's had a great how year. Many, yeah. I guess. How yeah. many how many weeks do you think he had single digit points? Two. Eric, he played Three. nine games. Four. I'm Five. guessing one. Zero. Zero. That's a trick question. Zero. Yep. See. 
He has not had one game of single digit points this year in PPR. I'm just never excited. Were you excited playing Devontae Parker last year? Absolutely not. Were you pooping your pants when it came to the playoffs and you were like, can I trust Devontae Parker and Fitzmagic to get me there? Well, you could have and you did. And especially when it was against the Patriots. Remember that? I mean, it was week 17, but still, he did well. Anyways, point being, I, I don't know. I think we could be seeing a Devontae Parker type breakout. And it could be it could be happening with Corey Davis. So uh dynasty buyers beware. With that, like I said, that's going to transition us to talking about uh, a little bit of our playoff uh playoff strategies going on here and some players that we think are gonna be on some championship rosters. Uh so while talking about that real quick, make sure you do check us out on Twitter at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following me at Antonio Denisi FF. Make sure you're following Keenan at Keenan underscore 716 and Eric at Eric D underscore FF. Make sure you're also following the newest member and contributing writer of the Dynasty Mafia. Uh, that's Jeremy Popolars at Pope's FFH. So uh, he has a nice article on the website, on our website, DynastyMafiaPodcast.network, going over strength of schedule for all top 12 uh, players at their position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. So make sure to check that out. Very nice for your playoffs. Um, so we're going to talk about, uh, like I said, some players that are going to be exploding for us. And Keenan, why don't you uh, get that going? Well, no, before we go on, I just want to see if you guys can answer this question for me. Ready? Yeah. Who has more yards than A.J. Brown, more res- receptions than D.K. Metcalf, more yards than DeAndre Hopkins, more touchdowns than Julio Jones, and more 100-yard games than Tyreek Hill. Corey Davis? Corey Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? Corey Davis? Uh, Justin Jefferson. No. I'll give you one more guess each, or I'll give you two for Eric and one for Antonio. Um, I don't know if maybe this relates to our conversation we had earlier, but is it Adam Thielen? I don't even know if you named him in there. Oh, I give up. He's a bell. All right. I was going to say I'll be Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Oh, Cole Beasley, guys. Yeah, he's wide receiver do, 20 right now. Do not sleep on Cole Beasley. You guys want to, you know, if you want to start Davis, uh, Corey Davis there, you got to think about starting Cole Beasley too. Um, especially what I saw on Monday night, him and Allen definitely found a little bit of a, uh, uh, they've definitely built a little bit more of a chemistry um, and Diggs is definitely taking a lot of pressure off, off, off uh, Cole Beasley right now. So is Think he about- your playoff player? Is <laughs> that what we're talking about right now? Is he, is he your league winner? He's not, he's not quite up there, but I am starting him in a playoff game this week and I'm very, very nervous, but I'm also, I also think he can keep it up, guys. I really do. I think, like I said, I he's making some great plays for Allen. He's you know he's finding the end zone. He's getting at least seven catches a game the last few weeks. He's eating, and I think I think he'll. I think with Pittsburgh playing his uh, zone defense, I think he's gonna he's gonna have a great week again um, with Allen. But my one, um, my first league winner. Just K Makers um, had a great game last night against New England. Um, he's emerging as the Rams' number one uh, rusher, uh, running back. Excuse me. Since Week Six, uh, Acres has 415 rushing yards, 
uh, and on 83 carries and two touchdowns. Henderson, 153 yards, two touchdowns, and Brown, 94 uh, yards uh, in a pair of scores. Uh, Akers is definitely starting to take over that backfield, and um, I know, Eric, you're very happy about that, and I am as well. Um, Antonio, I, I I don't know if you have any stocks in him. Um, do you? I went heavy on receiver in every draft. Yeah. I drafted wide receiver in all my dynasties this year. Justin Jefferson was a lot of them. And we talked complain. about, yeah, we talked about how a uh, couple about fourteen weeks ago a star was born on Thursday night when uh, Clyde Edwards-Helaire was uh, had that great game. But I think a star was born last night, guys. Akers dominated that uh, New England um, team, and he's got the Jets, the Seahawks, and Giants coming up, which are all rough defenses. So that's that's a. Uh, I think you. I think if you have him, if you had him on your bench, and you had, or you picked him up in waivers last couple weeks, I think you're gonna be very happy with him. Uh, my next league winner is my boy. Thank you, Eric. Nick Chubb. Um, it's clear that that's Chubb's backfield. I don't think anyone has to worry about Kareem Hunt anymore. Um, even when Chubb was out, Kareem Hunt wasn't doing what we thought he would do. Um, so I think I think Chubb's going to keep it going here and. Like I said to Eric, and I, Eric, I think you disagreed with me. I, I don't, actually, I don't know if you did or not, but um, I think Chubb next year is, is people are be considering him as RB one or RB one and two. With it depends what if McCaffrey's healthy. Um, I just don't know if that'll happen because of you know depending on what happens in New Orleans there with Drew Brees and that situation, and you know Delvin Cook is still there and. Um, but I can definitely see him jumping guys like Zeke and and um, Zeke for uh, sure. Probably Derrick Henry even next year. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see that. Uh, and, and with that, I'll, I'll go over to mine. Um, my first league winner, uh, one of my favorite wide receivers in the league, Mr. Mike Evans himself. Uh, <laughs> this is more, you know, he, he's facing the Vikings, Falcons, and Detroit, all bottom five against wide receivers. Uh, it, it just, you know, Tampa Bay, they, they need to get some more wins on, on their schedule here if they want to make the playoffs. And I think Tom Brady is really going to focus in and, and he's going to go to the guys that he trusts. And that that's Mike Evans. I, I can easily see Mike Evans having at least four touchdowns over the next three games. Um, but you expect he doesn't. Mark it down. Four touchdowns. He's getting it. All right. Next three weeks. Next three weeks, yep, for, for the fancy playoffs. So he can get to 15, you said? Yep, and then he still has week 17 to add to his you know, season totals there. How many, but, six, yeah. packs, how many six packs do I owe people? I don't, a- I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember who we got. I hope someone's been writing them down. Yeah, or Antonio is. He's got he's got his notepad. Nice, nice. Uh, but, yeah, I'll go to uh, my second guy here. Uh, and that's Aaron Jones running back for the Packers. Um, he's another one. He's facing Detroit, Carolina, and the Titans. You know, they're all bottom uh, seven against the running backs. Uh, Detroit's the worst team against the running backs right now. You know, I just – I can see outside of the Titans maybe, um, maybe giving Green Bay a run. I can I can see Green Bay controlling the other games for sure and just feeding Aaron Jones – letting him run all over them, you know, preserve Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers for the playoffs. And, and so, yeah, I, th- I think he's just going to go off for the next three weeks. I hope so. I really hope so. He has struggled 
Oh, he hasn't gotten the touches until that 77-yard run this past week when I jumped out of my couch, off my couch, <laughs> to scream at the TV to keep going because I thought he was going to stop. Woke <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, the kids up. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna shift over then uh, to mine and both of which are actually my impresses. So that just shows you how much I really do like on them both this week. It's David Montgomery and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I do want to talk about Jonathan Taylor first. We keep mentioning a star being born, and this this class is just – all the classes the last few years are just so talented. And we are now seeing Jonathan Taylor finally break out as well. Week 13 had the most points of the season, uh, had 135 scrimmage yards and a touchdown, uh, got the work in the passing game. I, I think the confidence, the vote of confidence is now there. Uh, with the coaching staff because the game prior he had 26 touches. So I, I think that we can see a lot of good things have been coming from Jonathan Taylor. And he, why is he going to be a league winner? Because he's playing against Vegas this week, uh, who's allowed 13 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns on the ground, which is the third most in the league. And Indy's probably going to try to control the the run, uh, the game through the run first uh, and eventually let Phillip Rivers pass. Phillip Rivers is also my stream. Uh, make sure to check the article out on the website. And uh, then he's got Houston, who allows the second most running back points uh, at the position. And then at home, or uh, and then on the road against Pittsburgh in the championship game, that game does somewhat worry me, but I have a feeling it's, I mean, and I don't have a feeling, they're both going to be fighting for uh, their division, and it's going to be a great game, uh, probably a defensive battle that's going to need to be a run game. Uh, at least by Jonathan Taylor, but we see what he does in the passing game and uh, we've seen him explode. And a lot of what I just said, I can say a lot for David Montgomery. Uh, I said earlier in the season, he looked like a different player than he did in 2019. Uh, he looked faster. He looked leaner. He looked more explosive. Uh, and now that Tariq Cohen's been gone, we've seen a lot of upset, uh, upsetness with starting him because he hasn't really doing too well. But what did I tout the whole season? Keep David Montgomery. He's got a great schedule near the end. It's going to turn around for him. And he's only had single digits once since week four in PPR. So he's been doing great. And he had the two best games the last two weeks against Green Bay and Detroit. Both give up a lot of points against the run. Then he gets Houston, whom I just talked about. And then at Minnesota and at Jacksonville. So great run defenses. He's getting all of the touches. It's just both of these teams rely on their run game. And they're going to funnel it through the two of them. That's just what's going to happen. And I think they're both going to be league winners. Better hope Hines doesn't have anything to say about that. You know, he's not, Taylor's not getting many red zone carries right now, but that's that's got to change. It's going to change. Um, w- one big issue, though, I did have with him when he was coming out, he wasn't my number one running back, CEH was. But it was that he didn't really do too much after he got hit initially. He would get hit by anybody and just go right down. Wasn't really good with the yards after contact. And we're seeing that transition right now to the NFL. So that is still my only worry about him. Maybe that's why he's not getting a lot in the red zone. Who knows? Yeah. The field shrinks once you get to the 20. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's that's going to wrap up our league winners uh, right there. So let's just talk really quickly here about a couple of strategies. I just I know we talked beforehand um, I just want to talk real quick about them and then we can, uh, and then I'll wrap it and then we'll start our stresses and impresses, which I know I already knocked out two of my impresses. 
Um, but do you guys add any multiple positions? I know we're big proponents of, you know, no extra kicker, defense, tight end, or quarterback. But during the playoffs, when we're talking about schedules, do you add a second of these positions at all? If I have the roster spot, I will look ahead just in case I win. So I don't have to waste, you know, if I have any fab left or or just so I don't whine and want to take that defense over me the following week. But I don't stash defenses just to prevent someone else from grabbing them because I'm not going to drop a running back or a wide receiver or even quarterback to stash a defense or a kicker because that, that gives someone else a better chance of grabbing that player and helping them out. So, Yeah, I don't – I mean, if it's like – you know, if, if I know there's a like a great streamer option, you know, maybe a great QB or a running back, wide receiver, whatever it is, maybe I'll scoop them up if I can. Like you said, if you have the roster spot. Um, but you know, defenses defenses are so. You know, any one of them can have a good game, and any one of them could have a bad game. It seems yeah. like, and yeah, even with COVID, I, I still I'm not, I'm not I'm not stashing a defense. But I do want to mention now that you brought up the strategy. Our buddy Clint, he still won't let, uh, he won't give up. Uh, he won't, you know, forgive forgive me for this. The one time he lost a player for Monday Night Football, is there a running back or wide receiver? So I went and picked that, picked every single wide receiver and running back up and dropped them so he couldn't grab them. <laughs> He's, I, I think that's what happened. But it, Clint, Clint can tell us the story. But uh, yeah, the worst. It, was, it was a dirty move. <laughs> So, well, that sounds like a block to me. So, like yeah. speaking of blocks, yeah. do you do you come do you do that? Like, like would you pick up? Let's say you know, let's say especially with COVID, unfortunately happening. Let's say you know, like a Lamar Jackson case, he gets COVID. Do you go pick up RG three or their backup so that that player maybe not, if your not opponent not has RG up, not picking Lamar up RG three? Well, Unless no, I would like, say to block if it's like if a it, like, if it's, quarterback. If it's a legitimate like good streaming option, then yeah, I would consider that. Let's say Taysom Hill for Drew Brees. How about that? Yes. That might be better. Yeah. But, um, but you would obviously try to block your opponent from getting them. Yeah. But you gotta be careful who you drop too, because right. That, yeah, that is well, you can't, you can't, you know, this late in the season though, you and no bye weeks, you probably do have somebody you can drop. No problem. But, but yeah, like like you said, if it's a if it's a, a good op, somebody I think that can actually potentially beat me and have have a really good game, then I definitely consider it. Yeah, yeah I, and I would say too is it's especially like you're starting your studs. It's the playoffs. You're you're, you're starting the guys that got you there, of course. Um, but not every single position. You know, your flex, uh, your second. What was that? I guess I did block the whole league this past week in a two quarterback league. I, I was the only one with Fab left, and uh, Jalen Hurts was named the starter. So I uh, I dropped Antonio Brown for him because um, I uh, and you uh, were never going to start him. I was never going to start Antonio Brown because I'm so deep in. Uh, I meant Jalen Hurts. My, my uh, or Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to start either of them probably. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm wide receiver of course, real deep, and Antonio Brown was like my sixth option. So I, I was like, forget him. I'll drop him and I'll pick up Jalen Hurts, who people probably need. So yeah, I guess I guess there's a strategy. Wow. Yeah, there are. It's not it's it's not illegal. It's not really I don't I, I don't know if I'd go as far as unethical either. It's it's 
I wouldn't say it's uh, if you're only picking up one guy, maybe two. It's I think, but if if you're somebody that's going to pick up, drop your entire bench for seven quarterbacks, then I say it's like all right, come on. But but one or two, you know, it's it's strategy. It's you're doing your thing. Can't say I have never done that. So we're talking about pickups here. Uh, When the playoffs start, do you lock all teams that didn't make the playoffs from transactions? No. Especially right with let's say, especially if it's a keeper league too. Well, if it's not a keeper league, I think you need to lock everybody. Yeah, yeah. Most of my most of ours are keeper league though. Right. Because so I, yeah, let's say it is a keeper league. Are you yeah. would, you wouldn't lock them? No, I made transactions in your league this past week. I know. I, I, thought, that. I, I thought Alex was gonna you know give me hell for it, but well, I forgot. I thought I was supposed to lock everybody. But I usually I, do, but I forgot. <laughs> but I, I honestly, if I'm not in the playoffs and I play someone for like you know eight versus seven, I'll I'll start a roster. So. If I need a defense, I'm grabbing a defense. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I mean, we we do have a we have a regular. I think it depends because I think a lot of teams they enjoy doing the you know toilet bowl, I guess, yeah. play and stuff like that. So well, I want to see how far my team. Like, I I think I'm on a two game winning streak in your league, and I, I want to see if I can keep the streak going. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, one one more tip though, if you are in a keeper league, uh, go look around, find the uh, find some players that maybe got dropped, like Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley. Uh, you know, maybe you get to you know stash him in your IR spot or keep him for next year. Well, you know maybe what I did? Somebody dropped him. You know oh, what I yes. did? <laughs> I'm such a you know piece of you know what. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you off the pod. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I dropped him because I I had Fab left. And no one else had fought. I dropped him, picked him up for a dollar. Now I get to keep him for an eighth round pick. Oh or my gosh. Round pick. <laughs> That's they're, messed up. They're, they're, they're still arguing about it. The league is because, I mean, yeah, you're going to cause rule changes. But I didn't do anything wrong. I, I you know, hey, if you're following <laughs> you, the league, you rules, follow the league's there. rules. You know, but. You know, you we, kick we, you we had this conversation before before we started. I was like, "Yeah, I don't do any of that," and here I am. I do half. Yeah, of the you've stuff. already listed <laughs> three things. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I get oh, to keep man. Deshaun Watson for a 16th round pick next year, as of right now. Um, but uh, you know, I, I'm not one of those people that's going to argue too much. You know, I'll, I'll have fun with it for a little bit, and then like, all right, I'll just keep Deshaun Watson for whatever. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how far the league goes. But I didn't break any rules, honestly. No, you didn't. And uh, if anyone's got some uh, some funny stories or some bad stories about you know getting blocked or doing some blocking or anything like that, uh, make sure to send that to us on Twitter. Yeah, but don't be like our buddy Alex Peloza when he was in my uh, two keeper league. I don't know if you guys remember uh, a few years ago, he uh, wasn't in the playoffs, so he started dropping everyone. I had to lock him off and kick him out, kick him out of the. <laughs> I'm not. And, and I keep bringing Alex up because he's very upset that I beat him this past week. But, As he should be. Yeah. All right, pizza boy. Let's move on. <laughs> um, all right. Let's let, uh, I think that, yeah, that wraps up uh, talking some playoff strategy. So good luck to everybody there. Uh, let's let me wrap up back. We're going to, we're going to bring back to our impresses and stresses. Now, as I said, I had already kind of talked about two of mine's presses with Jonathan Taylor and David Montgomery. My third impress is going to be uh, Jamison Crowder at Seattle. Uh, we know Seattle gives up the most uh, yards and fantasy points at the position, uh, but the Crowder-Darnold connection has been real. Uh, Adam Gase does one thing right. 
and that is slot wide receivers. I think he does a lot of things right. I, I want him to be the Jets off the head coach for years. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty beneficial. You're not wrong. Uh, I think he's. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they do keep him. It's. Uh, it's. They might get rid of Darnold, but that's a conversation for another day. Uh, but anyways, so it, obviously uh, Darnold's been injured. Crowder's been injured. So they've played three games together. And in those three games, he's got 25 targets, 17 catches, 193 yards, and three touchdowns. So that puts him on a pace of 132 targets, 90 catches, just over 1,000 yards, and 16 touchdowns. So we obviously know 16 touchdowns isn't going to happen. But, I mean, he's having a great season. He's almost on pace for 10 touchdowns. I don't know. I just I think Crowder's going to do it this week, especially talking about Mims might not be able to play. So I think he you can start him with confidence, and he's going to be a top twenty play this week. Yeah, Eric's pretty mad he didn't start him last week. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> did you well, want to? I, mention, I don't know. Did you want to mention your fourth or? Um, yeah, I will. DJ Chark. He's he's my honorable mention. Uh, the, like I've talked earlier about Tennessee getting in shootouts. I think they, DJ Chark is going to be a good one this week with my, <clears throat> Mike Glennon. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'll go, right? Um, first one, we talked about him, Aaron Jones versus the Lions. Uh, that 70-yard uh, touchdown run reminded us how great Aaron Jones is. He's been MIA the last few weeks. Um, just one week ago. Everyone was freaking out because uh, Williams had more carries, but uh, this past week Jones had 10 more rushes, so we don't have to worry about Williams anymore. Uh, Jones has a great matchup this week. We talked about it a couple times. The Lions are really bad at, at stopping a run. They allowed the most rushing yards this season to running backs, and they allowed a top 15 running back in nine straight games, guys, so start Aaron Jones. Uh, Miles Gaskin versus Kansas City. Uh, Gaskin returned from his uh, four-game um, ankle, knee, something injury. Um, I think it was knee actually. And they eased them in with only 23 carries guys eased them in. Um, and he ended up with 141 total yards. He should again, have that chance against the chiefs uh, who have allowed a running back to score or gain over a hundred yards in, in three of those in, in the last three games. And I think he, I think Gaskin has a good chance to do that again. Um, Miami's battling for a playoff spot and I feel like Gaskin's, Surprisingly, one of their best offensive threats. Last one, Ronald Jones. I know you guys, again, he's playing Minnesota. I know we talked about him last show. Um, Bruce Arians said he's committing to uh, committing to Ronald Jones. I don't know if we should believe him or not because he said, he said that multiple times. Um, but I think they're coming off a bye. I think I – think Tampa Bay wants to settle that offense down. That's kind of been struggling passing the ball. So I think they're going to count on Jones, you know, with those old dink and dunks with, with Brady and, and rushing. So I can see him having a great game and he scored at least 16 PPR points in the last two of his uh, past three outings. So I think just imagine if, if they didn't uh, sign for that guys, he, we'd probably be talking about him. As a top five running back, we, yeah, we would. I think we were talking about that last week, you and I. Like, yeah, how disappointing it's been because the last couple of weeks he's just like you've been saying everything you just said. It's mm -hmm. yeah. Hopefully next season uh, they'll get a little smarter with that. 
Man, I, I, I know we were talking about going live on, on YouTube. It's because we, we switched over to StreamYard, so I get to play with these banners. It's kind of fun. So make sure you are checking that out on YouTube. Yeah, you got to stop doing that while I'm talking because I'm reading the banners and I'm reading my notes and I'm looking at you, looking at Eric laughing. Keenan sucks. Yeah, so funny. Uh, I'm taking over controls next week, damn it. <laughs> all right, all right. Really I am like. the captain. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll jump into my impresses. Uh, first one going to the same team. Uh, as Keenan, uh, Mike Evans, I already talked about him going up against the Vikings. You know, I think he's just going to eat over the next couple of games. Um, you know, not only that, the, the Vikings offense have been putting points up, so this could potentially turn into somewhat of a shootout. Um, and yeah, he, he's going he's gonna to be great. Uh, then my second one going with another Mike. Uh, it's Mike Davis. He's been struggling over the past couple of weeks, you know, and people are a little bit worried about him, but. He's still the guy there. He's going up against the Broncos. You know, they're bottom 12 against running backs right now, and they're actually top six against wide receivers. So I could see them, you know, potentially slowing down that passing attack and and making Carolina kind of rely on, on Davis a little bit more. Um, and then my last one, this one, strictly if Daniel Jones plays, and it's Darius Slayton going up against the Cardinals. Uh, you know, the Cardinals, they're bottom 12 against wide receivers right now. You know, the Giants are on a win streak. They're going to have to throw the ball to keep up with the Cardinals. Um, at least we would assume so. You know, the Cardinals, they're good offense. So, you know, it just, it just feels like a Slayton week. You know, I know he's he hasn't really. He hasn't had one of those since week one. Yeah, he, he hasn't really uh, lived up to the hype this year, unfortunately. I still believe in him, and especially in Dynasty Leagues. He's still super cheap, so. He's still somebody I'm targeting, but but yeah, just if Daniel Jones is playing, it, I, I think he can have a big week. Oh, well, I guess yeah, I'll hopefully he plays. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, who's their backup? Colton McCoy. Yeah, oh, he played well. Yeah. Yeah, he but well. he's not not good for Slayton there. Yeah, he played well. I thought I thought he played better. I thought he played better than Daniel Jones at some point in that game. Um, so I'll move on. I'll move us up, uh, to the stresses. Is that all right, guys? Stop moving the screen, Antonio. Uh, uh, first one's Kyler Murray. He's playing those Giants that we just talked about. Um, the Giants have a pretty good um, defense, guys. It's on the rise. Um, past four games, it looks like – at least it looks like it's on the rise. Hopefully they keep it going. Um, they have 12 sacks, four interceptions. And they held Washington, Philly, Cincinnati, and Seattle to 20 points or less. Uh, Murray has scored at least 21 fantasy points. I know that's good. That, that's what we usually want out of quarterbacks. But he's been held to under 175 passing yards in, in the past two games against the Patriots and Rams. And he's not running at a high level anymore, guys. I don't know if he's injured or or what. Um, and he's also he also has no rushing touchdowns over the over the same two games. Second one is uh, Raheem Mo- Moster for me versus. Uh, the football team guys Washington t- defense is going to be scary uh, next couple of years I think they're going to be a problem um, they uh, they definitely shut down that 11 and 0 uh, Pittsburgh team this past week um, their run defense is good and uh, they allowed uh, running backs they haven't allowed a running back to score on the ground in four games which is you know pretty good um, so I think and Raheem Ulster struggled against the Bills I forgot to. I, f- I totally forgot they played the Bills. Um, he had less. He had less snaps than Jeff Wilson, uh, so that's not a good sign. 
And my last one's Claypool. We already talked about him now. So Yeah, we did talk about him. Yeah. Um, so let me slide over to my stresses. Oh, Miles Sanders. I talked a lot about him. Uh, he's against New Orleans. It's just not something it's it's not him, it's me. And I just I don't like Doug Peterson right now. We are definitely not friends. And I, I unfortunately I just I don't think you're gonna be able to start Miles Sanders. I will, you know, New Orleans is the number one team against the run. And yeah, I said it. I don't think you could start Miles Sanders. Like I I would honestly like if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, I'd be playing Booker over Miles Sanders. Like I am worried very much so about Miles Sanders getting the ball. Jordan Howard got nearly all. And uh, I just, I hate Doug Peterson. That's all I'm going to say. Cam Newton is my second one. Um, He's playing at the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I forgot we were supposed to play this one. Yeah, Cam Newton already played against the Chargers. So I kind of didn't edit this prior. Or the Rams. My goodness, I'm struggling right now. Um, He played against the Rams. We saw that game. He struggled. So I win. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Um, no, my other my – other, uh, I'll think about one. Uh, but I got Robbie Anderson against Denver as my third stress. Man, sorry. The show was supposed to be early this week. We had, uh, had to do some changes. Uh, anyways, Robbie Anderson. So DJ Moore has COVID. We know that uh, Curtis Samuel may not be able to come back because of – uh, being close contact as well, uh, but Denver just—they don't allow um, a lot of yards per attempt. Uh, they allow the fourth fewest in the league, and Teddy Bridgewater uh, does not throw the ball very far either. Um, so their defense has been really great since about week eight or nine. Uh, they've been competitive. Drew Locke is not very great, but I mean, still, I think they're going to do a little bit better um, against Carolina. So, uh, I think Denver is going to control the game and I'm not sure if Robbie right. Anderson is going to be able to break for that long touchdown that you're hoping for, even though he's only got two in the season. So I don't think you're going to be getting a touchdown, which means he needs to have a crazy 150 yard game or something to get that 20 point week that you're hoping for. He was wide, re- wide receiver six for a while there. He, he was, he's cooled down. I traded him for Kittle and Kittle got hurt. So I lose. Oh man, that was a good one. That was that's rough. One. Yeah, I'll jump into mine to close it out here. Um, Antonio disagrees with a few of mine. We'll have to have some some debate there. But my first one is Brandon Cooks going up against the Bears. You know, obviously Will Fuller's going to be out with his with his uh, suspension. Uh, that those Bears cornerbacks, you know, they're 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 a great. Um, backfield there and I think they're going to be able to focus in on Cooks uh, I, I don't really see it. who else is there with Kenny Stills I believe is he still there mm-hmm. or, yep. and then what Randall Cobb no he's hurt he's, oh, he's, he's hurt. hurt Cobb's hurt yeah so yeah I, I think they're going to be able to you know I know Deshaun Watson has been playing great but yeah I'm just stressing on him a little you know temper your expectations for him um and my second one is Jarvis Landry going up against the Ravens. You know, the Ravens are top four against wide receivers right now. And I really think this game is going to be more of a defensive battle. And I think both teams are going to try and keep the ball on the ground and just, you know, you know both teams have great running games. So see, I could see, I could see that happening. So I'm just, I'm kind of, again, tempering my expectations with him. He he's had two really good games and I think he's going to come down to reality a little bit. 
And then my last stress is going to be any Raiders running back, whoever it's going to be. Um, if Josh, if Josh Jacobs plays, he's probably not going to be a hundred percent. Not only that, they're going up against the Colts, who have been one of the best defenses in the league this year. And even if Josh Jacobs doesn't play, clearly we saw that the other options there aren't really going to get it done for you. So I'm not excited about anything happening there. That's fair. Do you want to That's debate him or no? <laughs> well, I, I, like I said before, I Jarvis Landry is tough for me to sit because of he's made me look stupid for two weeks in a row now. Um, uh, yeah, Ravens... I, agree, I agree there. I think you have to. That's the thing, you know, the unfortunate thing. I think you have to play him because of because what he what he's done the past couple of weeks. But I'm just where I don't think he's going to have a big game. I guess. No, I, I agree. Yeah, you you know, temper the expectations because if you're expecting a 20 point game like you've gotten, it's probably not going to happen. So I hope he doesn't make me look stupid. I hope I'm jinxing the hell out of Miles Sanders right now, and he has his best game of the season. I really do. Uh, but Brandon Cooks, I mean, the Bears have just – they've given up a lot of passing touchdowns uh, in the last few weeks. Uh, they've gotten worse, even though after their hot start of 5-2. and two, um, And like you said, though, Cooks is the only guy he's throwing to. He will get attention, but I just think he's talented enough that this week might be a good week for him. So we will find out. But that does wrap everything up for us. Uh, another jam-packed episode. What do you if, guys, what do you guys if, got? If I give you 11 quarters of football – as a quarterback, how many passing yards do you think you can get? You, you, I get 11 quarters? Well, you get 11 quarters. I could get over 100. Eric? You're you're not talking. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of short passes, though. That's the thing. You said if I, I personally get – how what do I get? You get 11 quarters. Of football. Of being football. a quarterback? Being a quarterback. How many passing yards do you think you can get? <laughs> uh... Uh, that's what you know, at least 500. Wow, well, <laughs> I'm hanging up. Well, let me tell you something Cam Newton in 11 quarters of football has 273 yards passing. It's almost oh, wow. that's almost three games. My man went from MVP to whatever the hell he is now to not even a backup. He might not be. Uh, in the, you know, he, he might not be in the league. Well, he still has like I don't know. Belichick came out afterwards. Belichick came out afterwards and still said he's their guy. Yeah, I mean, who, which I was surprised about, but I mean, who else are you gonna play? I don't know. Yeah. But I yeah, but, he was, was going to be. He's. Uh, I don't know if he's not in that right offense or or what. It's just something. I don't know. He just won. He won the MVP three years ago, guys. Crazy. Yeah, so did Carson Wentz, and now we see how that's going. I think it's yeah. just showing you that the league really is a short-term league right now. Nothing is guaranteed, mm-hmm. especially in Dynasty. Can't wait to dive into that this offseason. you got some fixing up to do, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I got some trades I got to make. Yeah. But I don't know. When you believe in Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon and Odell Beckham and not things aren't going too hot in a couple of my leagues. So and then I got a bunch of young players that I need to step up. So like I said, excited to dive into that in the off season, excited for the playoffs to start this week. I know we started yesterday kind of brain farted on that one. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, good luck to everybody uh, this weekend. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty much good now with what I've got to say. Eric, any final words? You want, we'll give you the last like 30 seconds since you missed the last show. Tell 
tell the folks a little bit about yourself. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good, Good luck in the playoffs. Have fun. If you lose, I'll probably be right there with you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Vote of confidence. I love yeah. it. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Hopefully ready for week 15 coming off of a victory. We'll talk to you then. Off you out. <laughs>